Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, January 18th. Major U.S. stock indexes bounced back from a two-day losing streak to post-firm gains Thursday after a rally in semiconductor shares and an analyst upgrade-driven climb in mega-cap Apple helped lift the Nasdaq composite to its highest close of the year so far. Semiconductor strength was led by Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, which jumped nearly 10% and ended near a two-year high after reporting stronger-than-expected quarterly earnings earlier today. Beyond the major indexes, the broader market was mixed, with investor enthusiasm tempered by further gains in Treasury yields and a Federal Reserve official's comments that indicated any interest rate cuts wouldn't happen until the second half of the year. Despite recent strength in so-called mega-cap stocks, whose outsized gains were responsible for much of the market's strong 2023, Signs of erosion are increasingly emerging in the market's internals, according to Joe Mazzola, Director of Trading and Education at Schwab. Mazzola noted that the Nasdaq managed to post a gain Thursday, despite declining stocks in the index outnumbering gainers by a one and a half to one margin. On a weekly basis, decliners in both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 index outnumbered advancers by about a three to one ratio. Megacaps are doing the heavy lifting today, Mozola said, but below the surface we're starting to see some cracks in the bull's case, which suggests the market may struggle to push to new highs. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index rose 41.73 points, or 0.9%, to 4,780.94. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 201.94 points, or 0.5%, to 37,468.61, and the Nasdaq Composite increased 200.03 points, or 1.4%, to 15,055.65. The 10-year Treasury note yield rose nearly 4 basis points to 4.142%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, fell 0.66 of a point to 14.13. Gains in Taiwan Semiconductor and its industry counterparts sent the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index up 3.4% to a three-week high. In a further illustration of tech sector strength, the NASDAQ 100, which includes the NASDAQ's largest non-financial companies, rose 1.5% to a record-closing high. Banking and utility shares were among the market's weakest performers. As far as stocks on the move, Apple rose 3.3% after Bank of America upgraded the company to buy from neutral and raised its price target to $225 from $208, citing expectations for a stronger multi-year iPhone upgrade cycle driven by demand for hardware to enable generative artificial intelligence features. Birkenstock Holding dropped 7.7% after the shoe company, in its quarterly earnings report, warned full-year earnings will face pressure from global expansion efforts. Discover Financial Services tumbled 11% after the credit card issuer's fourth-quarter earnings reported late Wednesday fell short of expectations. Fastenal surged over 7% after the industrial distributor's fourth-quarter results surpassed analysts' expectations. 
Hertz Global Holdings climbed 7.5% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the stock to overweight from equal weight, citing the car rental company's efforts to address challenges with its electric vehicle strategy. Humana sank 8% after the health insurance company said in a regulatory filing it had higher-than-expected medical costs in the fourth quarter that could pressure its 2024 forecast. And KeyCorp declined 4.6% after the regional bank reported fourth-quarter adjusted earnings per share of $0.03, a steep drop from $0.38 a year earlier, along with a 23% tumble in net interest income. Friday's earnings schedule includes major oil field services provider Schlumberger NV, whose shares, like others in the energy sector, have been under pressure in recent months as oil prices fell. Schlumberger shares are down nearly 15% over the past 12 months. Other companies expected to report results Friday include Dow member Travelers Companies, along with a few more regional banks, including Comerica, Fifth Third Bank Corp., and Regions Financial. The Fed and the outlook for interest rates remained in investor focus Thursday, with the central bank's next policy meeting less than two weeks away. Investors have grown increasingly confident the Fed is near a pivot marked by a shift from historically aggressive policy tightening of the past two years to a series of cuts to its benchmark short-term rate. But for the second time this week, the Fed leaders seemed to throw a bucket of cold water on ideas that multiple rate reductions were imminent. Earlier Thursday, Atlanta Federal Reserve President Raphael Bostic said he expected the Fed to begin lowering rates in the third quarter. Bostic's outlook leaves a wide gap with many investors who still see a better than 50-50 chance for a rate cut in March. Bostic, in a speech to Atlanta business leaders, noted he factored unexpected progress on inflation and economic activity into his outlook. On balance, it appears that restrictive monetary policy is indeed working to help lower the rate of inflation, he said. The rub is that if we keep policy too restrictive for too long, we risk doing unnecessary damage to the labor market and the macroeconomy. On Tuesday, Fed Governor Christopher Waller also seemed to indicate a rate cut may happen later rather than sooner, saying lower rates were likely this year, but that the U.S. Central Bank will proceed cautiously. Late Thursday, traders pegged nearly 56% odds of a quarter-point cut to the benchmark funds rate following the March meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee, according to the CME FedWatch tool. That's down from 70% a week ago. Traders see a 97% chance the FOMC will hold the funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th and 31st meeting. Economic News Thursday suggested the economy continued to remain resilient. December housing starts and building permits out this morning both exceeded analysts' average expectations at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.46 million and 1.495 million. Analysts had pegged housing starts at 1.43 million and building permits at 1.48 million, according to Briefing.com. Housing data remains strong and could help home builder stocks as falling mortgages and low existing home supplies increasingly send buyers toward new construction. 
Weekly initial jobless claims fell to their lowest levels since September of 2022 at 187,000, down from 203,000 the previous week. Weekly continuing claims slipped to 1.806 million, well below highs above 1.9 million late last year. Initial claims had been expected to come in at 206,000, briefing.com said. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.